All right, good morning, everybody. Uh, Jeremy Patton here, excited to be chatting with you on this beautiful, beautiful April day, April 22nd, 2019. I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you, Paul Roberts, for being the incredible example that you are, the incredible brother, the incredible friend, the incredible mentor. Uh, my heart is full of gratitude. Uh, just, I, uh, just grateful. Thank you. Thank you for loving me and believing in me when I didn't believe in myself. Thank you for standing by me. And uh, I'm so grateful that uh, you have just overcame so much. You've been such an incredible example of, of being an overcomer, and your overcoming has given me strength to overcome and has given so many other people the strength to overcome. So thank you so much. And I'm so grateful for, for Andy Albright, our president and CEO of this company. His his vision just, just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And what I love about Andy is he's so purpose-driven. He's so others-focused. And his love, he has a relentless love for you and for me and for the Alliance, for his family. And I just, it just blows my, blows my mind. And it just, it, I'm just so grateful for his example and who he is. In, in providing this opportunity that's changing so many lives. It's changing the world. It's changing legacies. Well, I had a chance to spend time with my family, a lot of my family yesterday, and and having some pretty good conversations. And My brother-in-law, uh, who's my sister Kimberly's, uh, he's, get, he's getting his license anyway. And I was talking to my brother, my, my nephew, Jace, was with us, my son, Brady, and, and uh, my daughter, Tyler. And we were just talking about the importance of legacy, the importance of mindset, the importance of equipping the next generation on how to think the right way and having that long-term vision. And as I thought about that, I was like, how did I, how did I start thinking that way? I haven't always thought that way when I got started here. First of all, I didn't have kids. And uh, Andy Albright. <laughs> Andy Albright's been thinking that way for decades. And just hanging around him and seeing how he's operated, seeing his words and his actions in alignment always made sense. I'm so grateful for that. I'm grateful for Paul Roberts living that way. Thankful for Tim Goad, an unbelievably powerful and loving leader who has taught us, who has helped, who has really helped shape the culture of the alliance of love conquers all and has really taught me the power of you can belong before you behave. Meaning, hey, we're all jacked up people. We all got we all got issues. We all we all have problems, and uh, and I'm not going to focus on fixing other people's problems. I'm going to focus on uh, inside that circle, right? But thank, we believe in building that that environment where people can belong before they behave, and giving them the opportunity to grow, giving them the space to grow uh, into the into the unbelievable leaders that God has created them to be. And and Tim Goat has taught Paul that. Tim Goat is 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 teaching me that, teaching, teaching the Alliance that. So thank you, Tim Goad, for being an incredible, incredible leader and example and hero. Uh, today I want to talk to you about, I was, I was thinking about this over the weekend, and I was thinking about it as a story. I think about, I, I believe the first time I heard this story, it was actually Andy Albright telling the story. And, uh, but it really goes into the question that I like to ask myself and the question I like to ask other people often is, is, well, a statement, your life is moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. So what are you thinking about most of the time? 
What's, what's your dominant thoughts? Are you obsessed with success? Are you obsessed with the future? Are you, are you, are you focused on how great it's going to be? Are you focused on solutions? Are you focused on, on how can, what, 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 do you, what steps do you need to take to make it better? Or I think a lot of times we can get, we can get, we can get trapped. We can get stuck in a wrong pattern of thinking and maybe be thinking about one thing that's like a doom loop. A doom loop meaning it's the opposite of there's a flywheel. A flywheel, this is way back in the day, how they created, it kept energy and momentum. It was like, a, I don't know how many tons, 30 or 40 plus tons stone wheel. And the whole deal was, it was a, there's a flywheel. And the flywheel, it takes a lot to get this moat. It's about building momentum, right? But once you get momentum on your side, you can't stop that massive momentum and that flywheel moving and moving and moving and creating massive energy. The opposite is called a doom loop. It's when, when you get stuck in, in, in a wrong pattern of thinking and focusing on the wrong things. And what it does is it blocks the blessings and blocks the abundance and it blocks the, the, the positivity. It blocks the, the abundance and greatness that's out there. It blocks the solutions. And uh, have you ever looked up, you can Google it, or I actually have a video of it. There's several of them. But how do, you, how do they catch monkeys in certain parts of Africa? What happens, and I just I watched the video twice this morning. It was very interesting. And they do it for different reasons. Sometimes they track the monkeys for them to lead them to water. Sometimes they track, trap the monkeys uh, to sell them. Sometimes they track, trap the monkeys to eat them. You know, it doesn't matter, but the bottom line is the monkeys get trapped. And it's very, very, it's not, it's not what you would think. And what happens is they're out, are out in, the, in the middle of Africa somewhere, and what happens is this tribesman, whoever he is, lives out there on the land, drills a small hole into a tree, or in this case, it was a large ant hill, which, which looked like a looked kind of like a mountain, <laughs> but it's hard. It's a small hole in there. He bores a little hole in there. It's just the hole is just large enough that the hand of, of the baboon, in this case, kind of he could fit in there. And but what he does before he he bores the hole, he puts. In this case, he put melon seeds. Sometimes they put nuts. And the, the baboon's off in the distance, and he's curious. He's very curious because he sees all this happening, and then the guy leaves, and the baboon comes, and the baboon sticks his hand in there and grabs all the seeds because he can smell them. And then he clenches his fist. He tries to pull it out, tries to pull his fist out. And so what happens is once he clenches, he's holding on to this immediate gratification. He's holding on what looks great. But ultimately, what's looking great right in front of him is trapping him from his freedom. And he starts going crazy in the video. He can't get out. He doesn't know why he can't get out. But why he can't get out is because he's holding on to something that's an illusion of greatness. He's holding on to these, these seeds of immediate gratification. And he won't let go. He won't let go. He has the choice to be free. But he's not letting go. Therefore, he's trapped. He chooses whether he's trapped or not based on grabbing or letting go of the letting letting go of the seeds. And then what happens is he won't let go. And then of course the, the guy comes and he puts a puts a rope on the on the monkey's neck and ties him to a tree and he's caught. <laughs> so if the baboon lets go, he's free, but by clenching his fist based on the immediate gratification or or, or in this case I would say just clearly baboons don't think the way we can, right? He's caught and trapped. And just like this example so often, I guess a question I have is, are, are we doing the same thing? Are you doing the same thing? Am I doing the same thing? What, what are some ways that, how do I say this? What are you holding on to 
that is blocking the blessings and abundance in your life? What, what is it from maybe, maybe it's from your past. Are they hurts? Are they offenses? Is it fear? What is it that's hold, that you're holding on to that's keeping you from your freedom? What is it, what are some ways that being, I'd say in this case, being self-focused is creating a pattern of self-sabotage? It may not be. It may be, it may be something different. But what are some ways that are creating patterns of, of self-sabotage and being focused on the wrong things. So what is it? And I, I really believe, you know, for, for me, as I look back, it's being others-focused versus self-focused. But the only way to change is we have to be aware. We have to be aware of what needs to change, what kind of focus, what kind of thinking, what kind of patterns of thinking. What are you holding, what are you holding on to that you need to let go, let go of? And once you identify what that is, is it fear? Is it um, bitterness? I don't know. I don't know what it is. Is it, is, it, is it just an old way of thinking? Is it a wrong way of thinking? Is it, is it just, being like, just being stuck in a, in a doom loop of an old way versus embracing a new way? Once you identify it and let go, because by holding on to this, it's blocking the blessings and blocking the abundance. I remember, I'm going to kind of break it down real simple because that's pretty deep, okay? And I remember real simple. I remember back in the day, and I remember Paul Roberts. I didn't, I mean, I just asked him questions. I didn't, I, and he'd say, I remember having a tough time. He used to say, I'm having a tough time with, with cash flow. And he'd say, hey, bro, listen. You go out and have a ten thousand dollar week this week. You go out and write ten thousand dollars in business and submit ten thousand dollars in business this week. We're not having this conversation next week. He'd say that. I didn't say why. I didn't say how. I just went out. I said okay, and I did it. I remember having times. Hey, this is happening with the team and this and that. And he's like, really? Are we still having the same conversation about the same one person? He he wouldn't say it that way, but hey, bro. You, you go out and you go out and get six wide. You go find six, seven, ten new people. We're not having this conversation next month. And I was like, it, it, it was enough for me to, to like he, he 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 spoke the truth. But then it was up to me to kind of decide, okay, well, what am I going to focus on? Am I going to focus on what's going wrong, meaning my team's not the way I want it to be, or am I going to focus on what's wrong, my cash flow's not the way it needs to be, or am I going to? He got me focused on solutions, meaning. What do we do? We sell, we recruit, we build. He didn't do it for me. He just kind of directed my thinking a little bit. And it, that was it. It, it. Our conversation literally lasted like three minutes. <laughs> you know? I mean, he just pointed out to what I needed to do. However, what I've learned is some of that, I had to really kind of take look within myself and say, Jeremy, what, what, am I, what's, what do I need to change? What am I focused on? And I found that certain seasons, I was focused on what, what, what was going wrong. I was focused on what I didn't have versus what I had right in front of me. Does that make sense? So what is it that you have right in front of you? What's right in front of you? And, and where, do you, where do you want to go and why do you want to get there? And once you identify kind of a, that, we, gotta, we, have to, we, have to change, we have to change our thinking, right? Because Tim Goad's always said, change the way you think, change the way you live. Paul Roberts has always cha- said, change the way you think, change the way you live. And 
what I love about it is is we can speak the truth over the wrong thinking. And it's it's not enough just to identify the wrong thing. We have to replace it replace it with the truth and replace it with the right thinking. And so that's that's where I love and it's on the Rock Stars podcast. And I would I would I would challenge everybody on here, Tim Goad affirmations. Tim Goad affirmations. Listen to it. Listen to it for thirty days straight. Do your best to, to listen to it for thirty days straight. Maybe it's maybe it's five days. I don't know. Just but do your best to listen to it thirty days straight. Tim Goad affirmations. And then get to a point where not only do you listen to it, but maybe sometimes you start speaking it. You start speaking the truth. And then what happens is, by speaking the truth, your thinking starts to change. It's not enough just to, in order to change the, way you change, change the way you think, change the way you live, but we have to put the right stuff in. And speaking it out loud, it create, it actually, your brain, I'm not going to get into neuroscience, but your brain changes the neuropathways. I'm not going to get into the myelin and all that sort of stuff. They changes. So the negative pathways that have been created, you, have, you identify them, and then you identify them as a wrong thought. You say captive your thoughts, and then you speak the truth over and again. You create new neural pathways until so you, you start speaking it and writing it, and you start believing it, and you start looking at yourself differently, and you start thinking differently. Therefore, the actions that you take are different, Therefore, the fruits in your life are different. And so you're speaking things like, and I, I'm going to speak them, I'm going to speak them like I found you, okay? And I have all these written down. I'll, I'll text them to you if you want them, but I'm not going to go over all of them. I am loved. I'm strong and courageous. I'm a powerful and loving leader. I love serving people. I'm a spiritual contributor, not a spiritual consumer. I'm alive. I'm a faith-filled, life-speaking, fully do- devoted follower of God. I am, I'm a masterpiece. I'm content. I'm chosen. I'm determined to love God and people with everything I have. I'm a child of God. I'm strengthened by God who upholds me, protects me, and defends me. I'm joyful. I'm gentle. I'm not easily offended and will not hold on to bitterness. I'm patient. I'm faithful. I'm self-controlled. I'm kind. I'm known. I'm steady. I'm not alone. I'm loved. I'm fierce in confidence and boldness because God is with me. I'm free. I'm healed. I'm unashamed. I am called and equipped to go after the righteous desires God puts on my heart. I'm strong. I'm fearless. I'm secure. I'm not a people pleaser because I answer to God first and I seek to please him. I'm a new creation. I'm not shaken. I'm not stepping worry because Jesus offers peace this world cannot give. I'm born again. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm named by God, not labeled by man. I'm the light of the world. I'm mighty in his power. I'm the church and I exist for this world. I lay down my pride and selfishness giving all glory to, to, to God. I fight for purity, guarding my eyes and heart from tempting situations. I seek friendships with other godly people to sharpen my perspectives. I wait for God to open the right doors, and I take action when he does. I'm not defined by my failures or successes. I finish what I start. I never give up. I will act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with my God. I'm a warrior. I stand firm even when the pain is crippling because God is my strength. I will fight the good fight for what matters most. I'm irrationally generous because God is irrationally generous. God can do more than I can ask for, think, or imagine. God does the multiplying. It's my job to obey. God does the multiplying. It's my job to obey. I give up things I love for things I love even more. It really is more blessed to give than to receive. I'm a faith-filled, big-thinking, bet-the-farm risk-taker. I'll never insult God with small thinking and safe living. 
I show God's love to every client, vendor, coworker, and employee. Neither failures nor successes define my worth. God is my defender and negotiator and guide. Speak the truth. Be aware of what you're thinking. Because remember, your life is moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. What are you thinking about most of the time? I think this is a daily battle. We've got to win the battle in the mind. I think there's always, as we, life doesn't get easier, you get better. Let's take captive our thoughts. Let's be aware. What are you holding on to right now that's blocking the blessings that God has for you? Let's let go. Let's let go of that. Let's not be, let's not be like the baboon in Africa, okay? We just need it. We, we have brains. God, you know, T.D. Jakes, <laughs> there's a story he's talking about. He's walking around in Africa feeling a little vulnerable because he's, he's just a man walking around Africa, seeing these, knowing there's lions around, there's tigers around, there's big old elephants, and he's, you know, talking with a deep voice and power. And he's talking about and asking God, what did you give the elephants? He's a big body and, you know, they can trample things. What did you give the lion the roar and they, they can just devour? What did you give the, uh, what did you give the cheetahs? They can run faster, right? And then he's like thinking to himself, what did you give man? What, 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 yes, what, what did you give man? And, and he said, and then he heard God tell him a brain, the power that you have to, to think, to take captive your thoughts, to make your own choices, make your own decisions, to write your own story. That's the gift that God's given to you. So I want to encourage you with that. Hopefully that's helpful. Speak the truth of your life. Take captive your thoughts. Change the way you think. Change the way you live. Thank you for teaching me this, Paul Roberts. Love you. Hope this is helpful. We'll talk to you soon.